You're listening to Comedy Central. Tonight on the Jim Jeffrey Show, we talk about socialism. You remember socialism? It's that thing you said you used to be in favour of until you made money. Plus, one man's racism is another man's mascot. Is it a derogatory term, Eskimos? I don't think it's offensive one bit. Would you support a team called the Montreal Blacks? No. The Munich Jews. The Munich, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> now you're... Yeah. Now I'm just making good points. That you must are. be getting in the way. <laughs> That's coming up right now. Let's get the show started. The Emmy Awards were this weekend, and I've got two of them! Check it out, you look, you know, it's really every TV show's host dream to have an Emmy, and I've got two. I just, I couldn't be prouder. Wow, uh, in a million years, I never thought this would happen. I'd, I'd like to thank all the fans for their support. Stay away. Anyway, so... I haven't been paying attention to all the Democrats running for president. I'll probably start when it's down to two. Also, and definitely, I will not. Uh, But I do know free college has been a big talking point for some candidates. I think the the old one and the the lady one. (laughs) Free college for everyone is their jam. Some states are already testing out free tuition programs. And one more just joined the list. New Mexico Governor Michelle Lujan Grisham announced a plan on Wednesday that will allow residents of the state to attend public college tuition free. Personally, I'm against free college. Not everyone should go to college. The the world just wouldn't work. If everyone in New Mexico is getting their liberal arts degree, who's going to work the turquoise mines? The the bolo tie industry could just die off completely. I, I love my bolo. You might notice that I'm wearing it down low. That means I went to a party. But if I pull it up, I'm all business. The bolo. It's not a necklace, but it's also not not a necklace. Here's another reason I'm skeptical of college. Matthew McConaughey, or rather, should I say, Professor McConaughey. That's right. The Academy Award winner is joining the University of Texas at Austin as a film professor starting this fall. Professor McConaughey. (laughs) You laugh, but the course McConaughey is teaching sounds pretty interesting. It's called Deciphering the Ancient Texts of My Nonsensical Lincoln Commercials. (laughs) I... I believe we have a sample of the course material. If driving is the music of life, I'd say, rev that engine. Oh, yeah, that's some hot pavement. Smells nice. Crack that moonroof, love bug. Plus all leather interior. Lankin, it's a car for driving. Can can someone check on Matthew McConaughey? He sounds very ill, like like Dallas Buyers Club ill. Football season is in full swing and I don't give a It's a shit sport. The games take more than three hours and the ball is barely in play for about 11 minutes. That's it! You wouldn't watch a movie that only had 11 minutes of action and the other three hours were just drone shots of the Avengers standing around hydrating. (laughs) And 
I can't endorse a sport where players are pretty much well guaranteed to get brain damage. Is the money really worth the risk? If someone offered me millions of dollars to do a job that I knew would cause me pain, depression, and suicidal thoughts, next time I would tell Comedy Central no. <laughs> Also, a new law in Indonesia can make it a crime for people to have sex if they aren't married. And if you get caught having sex outside of marriage, it's a $750 fine, which means a prostitute in Bali now costs $755. <laughs> and... And 49 cents if you include a tip. Uh, which I never do, which I never do. And finally, a 24-year-old man was arrested this week for allegedly falsely reporting a mass shooting in the Los Angeles County Fair. But he did it for a very good reason. The reason he sent the threatening email was because he did not want to attend the fair with his parents. <laughs> Look, we all do things we don't want to do, mate. That's part of being an adult. You can't just call in a fake shooting threat to get out of stuff. You do a bomb threat. <laughs> Bomb threats are much better. They're vague enough that people are pretty sure it's not real, but plausible enough that they still have to take it seriously. That's why I never sat a single standardised test in me life. And I've been arrested 39 times. I can relate to this guy, though. When I was a kid, I never wanted to go to the beach with my parents. The beach is shit. How... There's, there's too much f***ing sand everywhere. It gets all in your crevices and in your car and in your clothes. The ocean's all right. That's the good bit but it should just go grass, 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 water. And even once you're in the water, it's not that good. The swimming is so stressful. You're looking at your possessions the whole time. Are they all right? I, I hope no one checks under the towel. <laughs> so once when my parents tried to make me go, I called the local news station and said that there's a hole in the sky that's giving everyone cancer. I, I blamed it on refrigerators and hairspray and they and bought it. And, and I haven't been to the beach since. So I'm sorry we don't have styrofoam anymore. Um, we'll be right back. Welcome back. US history is filled with examples of how racial tensions can turn violent. But when a controversy over racism erupts in Canada, it happens in the most Canadian way possible. Take a look. Americans love shouting at each other. Sports. And shouting at each other about sports. And no controversy has quite beat the war drums like Native American names in sports. Pressure continues to mount on the Washington Redskins to change their name. Some Native Americans find this incredibly offensive. But Redskins stories are so 2016. So I headed north where a controversy has taken the Canadian Football League, which I'm being told is a real thing, by storm. The Edmonton Eskimos are facing some heat over their name. Some people find the term racist and say it harkens back to less enlightened times. And the controversy has even reached Canada's Prime Minister, Justin Trudeau. This is a discussion and a reflection uh, that the city of Edmonton uh, certainly needs to, to undertake. Hmm, not the boldest statement I've seen him make on race. So, how do we settle this once and for all? To find out if the team name is truly offensive, I spoke to the only people who are qualified to decide. Real life Eskimo fans. 
This is the first time I found out that there was a Canadian league. We get one point for a missed field goal. How Canadian can you get? get you, you get one yeah. for having a go. You have a go. <laughs> I, I don't even know if I'm allowed to say it. The, the E word. How do you feel about the E word? You're allowed to say it. I'm That's allowed fine. to say it? Yeah. Eskimos? Yeah. Betcha. Is it a derogatory term, Eskimos? I don't think it's offensive one bit. Well, what about so the Washington Redskins? Do you think they're offensive? Redskins, yes. Redskins, yes. Indians, yes. And what's the difference between the Redskins and the Indians and calling the Eskimos? Because the people that are offended by it, I don't think they truly exist. I'd love to take a white guy's word for it, but to get another perspective, I travelled to Northern Canada, home to tens of thousands of Indigenous Canadians, and sat down with two locals. Look, am I allowed to say S, um... Eskimo? Yeah, you can say it. I'm allowed to say it. I don't view our people as Eskimos. Mm. But we are Inuit. So Inuit is the chosen name of the indigenous people of northern Canada. Eskimo is from when a bunch of white people said, F*** it, we're calling you Eskimos. You go along to the games? Uh, when the Rough Riders are playing. The Saskatchewan Rough Riders and the Edmonton Eskimos. Wait, what is a Rough Rider? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, maybe there's a community that yeah, says, that's offensive in my culture, I use lube. <laughs> Hearing all this made me think, where do we draw the line? Would you support a team called the Montreal Blacks? <laughs> the Munich Jews. The Munich Jews. Yeah. With Australian rules, we don't have a team called the Aboriginals. Well, that you would be classifying as an entire, oh, I just shot myself in the foot, <laughs> didn't I? <laughs> yeah. Now you're... Yeah. Now I'm just making good points. That you must are. be getting in the way. <laughs> the other reason this whole thing isn't so innocent? Canada has historically done some shady stuff to the Inuit. The Canadian government removed upwards of 150,000 children from their families and as many as 6,000 died while in the care of the government. Hey, Canada, removing children from their families is supposed to be an American thing. I was taken away from home when I was five. Some guy picked me up like a football and carried me on the plane while I screamed. I was gone from home for five years. But she five had two years. consecutive years without seeing family. Yeah. Uh, Inuits, were they genocided at all? The Canadian yeah. government did some pretty horrible shit. There was uh, the sterilization in the 60s. Right, okay, well, hold on. Yeah. You sterilized them in the 60s? Yep. What else? Smallpox. Um, you gave the smallpox blankets? Yeah. That's a bit genocide-y. Did they actually smallpox them? I didn't know that shit. Yeah. 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 That's not helping her again, though. Luckily, the Canadians are at least starting to get their act together. Early this year, the government officially said, sorry for the way they treated the Inuit. We are sorry. But despite new government programs, the Inuit still have bigger worries than football. For example, many Inuit communities struggle with alcoholism and the suicide rate is about 11 times higher than the national average. Before we discuss a name of a football team, we should be discussing the suicide rates, the housing shortage, the alcoholism, residential schools. We should be addressing those issues instead. She may have a point. Are we focusing on the wrong thing? These guys aren't bothered by the name. So I wondered if they'd be offended by some new products. So maybe we can have a compromise here. We keep the team name, but also find a way to draw more attention to the problems that the Inuits are facing. So you have koozies that say Edmonton Eskimos, world champion drinkers. <laughs> Toss that one. New mascot, 
depressed penguin on the side of a building. <laughs> Put that one to rest There's as well. There's a pile down there. You have to choose one. Here we go. I'm scared. All right, so you get a foam hand. So this one says, we're number one to live on this land. That can be the maybe pile. <laughs> we're getting a strong maybe. <laughs> So bottom line, are these diehards ever going to bend on changing the name? See, my position on it is, if they want to change it... Here we go. Get ready for some bullshit about tradition. And they feel victimised by it? No grown man wearing a team scarf would ever give up. If that's what they want, I will support that. If it's felt needed to change the name, change the name. F***ing Canadians, man. They're just so reasonable. <laughs> They're just like... Well, okay then, there seems to be a problem. We'll get this fixed. My Inuit friends are sure gonna be happy to hear this. But to me, I wasn't offended. I joke about the Edmonton football team was our team because they had our name. Well, then what the f are we talking about here? Still, that's mission accomplished. Whether the team ends up changing its name or not, it seems like both sides are open to finding a sensible compromise. So I guess the only real loser here is, is me for being dumb enough to go to Canada in search of an American-style controversy. In Canada, it moves a bit faster than America in politeness. <laughs> we like to have fun. <laughs> I need you in my audience. You should stack it with Eskimos. Inuits. battle for the nomination, Republicans are fighting back with a very specific strategy, and they're saving their fierce attacks for one Democrat that isn't even running. Does Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez know the horror of socialism? My father was minutes from death in Cambodia before a forced marriage saved his life. That's socialism. I'm not outrageous, racist, nor socialist. I'm a Republican. You're an idiot. Cambodians weren't killed by socialism. They were victims of a genocide inflicted by the communist Khmer Rouge, which I initially thought was the all-Asian sequel to Moulin Rouge. I, <laughs> I was very disappointed and, and very wrong. Uh, not as much singing, although Ewan McGregor was still heavily involved. Are voters really buying this? It makes Alexander Ocasio-Cortez sound like she wants to murder Americans in the street, when she actually sounds more like a Central American mountain range. <laughs> Tragedy today is a plane full of missionaries went down over the Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez. A search for the record found no survivors but scattered Buddha judge. Republicans, you think the Democrats who promote socialism are cut from the same cloth as Joseph Stalin, Pol Pot, Ewan McGregor, Fidel Castro, and, and his friend in the T-shirt? They all claim to be socialists, so of course it gets a bad rap. I, look, I too grew up in a socialist country, and I know too well what it can do to a society. Let me show you what socialism looks like. The horror. <laughs> now, now, socialism is shorthand for everything bad in the world, and it's distracting us from talking about other things. Right, legendary Dodgers announcer Vin Scully? Socialism failing to work as it always does, this time in Venezuela. 
you talk about giving everybody something free and all of a sudden there's no food to eat. Anyway, 0-2. Oh, Vin, always dropping some wisdom at the most awkward moments. You know the greatest pitcher in Dodgers history was Sandy Koufax. Now let me tell you something about his people. <laughs> Two out, bottom of the eighth. <laughs> the scare tactics work because people don't really know what the word socialism means. Plenty of our institution or institutions are already socialised. Schools, roads, libraries, the, the military. Yes, the military is socialist. Service members get free healthcare, housing and food, and we pay for it with our taxes. The fire department. Imagine a fire department that was privatised. How would that look? Is your house on fire? Are you on fire? Call me. I'm Dennis. I have a hose. Don't be fooled by other fire departments that claim to use water. Our patented water-like substance will remove up to 70% of your fire on your home and or body. <laughs> Democrats who embrace socialism are trying to empower the working class and get big money out of politics. It doesn't mean the end of capitalism. We can embrace both. What we need is a new ism that's less scary and combines the best ideas of all the isms. Since I've invented it, we can call it Jimism, or Jism for short. Yes, it's a good name. It's a good name. Jism. That'll get stuck in your head and your hair. First, we take the best things from socialism, like free healthcare and the bus that picks your kids up from school. Then we add capitalism. Some people will still get rich. Uh, and communism, some people will still get poor. And then, I don't know, a touch of fascism. They, they had the best uniforms. Uh, next, um, uh, environmentalism, where everyone gets a turtle. And then there's anthropomorphism, uh, so those turtles can talk. It's the best of everything. Everyone wins, and that's jism. It's coming. We'll be right back. go. This has been such an amazing week for me, what with my Emmys and all. I, and and the, the best news is that I, I finally got something to put on these rotating stands that I bought years ago. I, doesn't it look great? Wow, who would have thought? Me, Jim Jeffries, Emmy Award haver. And what better time to unveil our new campaign for the show. Just check out this, these advertisements. Look at these. Oh yeah. We got bus stops, we got posters. We got billboards. Oh, I've got billboards all over town just to show how proud I am about what I've. Oh, Ooh, that's that's the uh, the Comedy Central phone. Probably ringing to congratulate me. Oh, I'll let it ring a little bit. Not too needy. Ahoy, hoy. Hello, comedy. I'm sorry. Hello, Mr. Central. I I know why you're calling. What, what, do you, what do you mean it's misleading? Sorry. I was very careful to say that... I, no, I know I haven't won them. What does it matter how I got them? I've got them. They, 
They were, they were given to me. And now I have them. I don't understand. You guys were the ones who told me I should try to get an Emmy this year. And I got you too. It, it was, it was, it was, it, it, it was surprisingly easy, actually. <laughs> oh, that, oh my. Well, you no need to be hurtful. I, <laughs> I see. Oh. Wrong number. <laughs> yeah. Look, it is. Um, it's, it seems that I'm no longer allowed to say that I have Emmys. <laughs> However, I do think it's the right time to announce that I have an NAACP award. <laughs> I, got, I got this for playing Cookie on Empire. So, thank you to the fans. Thank you for watching. I'm Jim Jeffries. I think we can all do better. Good night. This has been a Comedy Central podcast.